The perfect combination of versatile athleisure and training apparel has arrived. Thanks to the visionary minds of New Balance, Clutch Athletics, and Rich Paul, the designs reflect the heart of the athlete and the spirit of the community. With rising defensive football stars Will Anderson and Chase Young on the roster, Clutch Athletics brings the best innovative gear to all athletes, giving them style and performance on and off the field. Learn more and purchase Clutch Athletics at newbalance.com. This is Fantasy Football Today from CBS Sports. On his way to the end zone. I'll tell you what, that was a spectacular play. It's time to dominate your fantasy league. What a play! Off to the races! Some combination of Adam, Dave, Jamie, Heath, and Ben. We are live. If you are watching us on Tuesday afternoon, if you're listening to the podcast on Sunday, well, get ready for, I don't know, hour and a half, two hours of fun salary cap draft talk here on Fantasy Football Today. Adam Azer, Dave Richard here. We're actually already underway. As I do this intro, I'm missing out on the opportunity to win Christian McCaffrey for $34 out of 100 No, uh, no, 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 no. I took it back because not you weren't the only one who wasn't ready. Okay, okay. All uh, right. Everybody's going to get a fair crack at whoever I decide to nominate. I did not want McCaffrey nominated. I'm going to go in a different direction. Oh, okay. Okay, okay. We're underway, and that's how this process works for those that are new to salary cap drafts. <laughs> you, you, you set an order. You nominate a player, everybody bids, whoever has the highest bid after a certain amount of time gets the player on their team. You moved on to the next nomination. I'm going to introduce our guests. Chris Raybon of Action Network is here. Chris, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. Good luck to you today. I intend to do very well. Um, you're, you should be intimidated. Okay, Drew Davenport. <laughs> I don't think Chris was intimidated, so uh, I'm not even going to try on you. Drew, welcome to Fantasy Football Today. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. This is exciting. Drew, Drew is, from is football like a, guys. like a auction or salary cap draft MVP. I'm a dollar for every time we use the word auction today. Now that's two for me. Drew is like <laughs> the salary cap draft guru at football guys. Yeah, so well, I'm real curious to see how he works here. Let me give his Twitter handle. That's it's a rumor. At Drew FBG salary caps. No, it's at Drew FBG Auctions. At Drew FBG Auctions. That's his Twitter handle. Chris Raybon is at, at Chris Raybon, A-R-A-Y-B-O-N. And Joe Dolan is here from FantasyPoints.com at FG underscore Dolan. What's up, Joe? Hi, guys. It's uh, fun to be here. Uh, this is going to be my first, uh, let's, it's going to happen, but my first salary cap draft of the of the year. Uh do a little bit of a do a little bit of a mock here. Get myself comfortable. See if I can execute my strategy this year. I'm really I'm really fired up. Joe was on a podcast that uh, that I did with Ross Tucker. Uh, actually, I think it's maybe two years in a row, but definitely recently we got on one. Smart guy knows what he's talking about. Definitely knows his stuff. Good website that he's on, and uh, we'll see how he does here in the salary cap draft. All right, let's, we shall see. As a fact, we should get started. Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. All right, Dave. So you're up first. We have to start. One quarterback, two running backs, three wide receivers, a tight end, a flex, a DST, and we have five bench spots. No super flex. It is a three-receiver league. It is full PPR, and we have $100 budgets. Okay, so Michael Thomas. Are you kidding? What a stupid person to nominate first, Michael Thomas. That just, That's right. Get just those players stupid. you don't want out of the way. Get them out of there. This is somebody yeah, I you're don't want to spend up for. You're gonna, oh, I thought and, you might uh, get him for a dollar. All right. Let's see what he goes for. $2 bid here. Um, 
Okay, $2 right now for Dan Schneier and sold for wow. $2. Okay, I thought he'd go for a little bit more than that. You know, Drew, I like I like market setters early. I like when people nominate Christian McCaffrey <laughs> so I can have a general idea of what the elite players are going to go for. Michael Thomas, that did not help at all. What are your nomination strategies, Drew? Well, I think you said it right there. Uh, I like to I like to set the market, but I also like to try to define my path about where I'm going to go in the auction, by, or excuse me, in the salary cap draft with getting my guys out there early so I know which path I'm going to be taking. I love what's happening right now. Jamie just nominated the Rams for a dollar. Uh, Heath nominated the Ravens for a dollar. People aren't going to bid most likely $2 in a $100 league for any DST. So if you want your DST, go ahead and get them with a, a $1 bid. Uh, I Okay, let me ask you guys. Uh, let's go to Chris. Chris, do you nominate players you want or do you nominate players that you think other people will bid a lot on or what? Uh, you're talking to me? Yes, yes. Yeah, I, I like to, I like the defensive strategy, um, but I tend to bid on some guys I don't want early uh, just to kind of see, get a feel of, of how everybody's spending. All right, we got, so this one's first interesting one. Sorry, Dave. Ezekiel Elliott, uh, he's right now at $24. Dave with the $24 bid. This is Zeke. Yeah, look, he's a top five pick for a lot of people. $25 right now for Zeke. Chris Towers. Dave, what do you think? 26 No. Okay. 25 is enough. Chris can have them. Okay. And we'll see if that actually begins to set a marketplace for running backs. We'll see how many go above 25. And obviously the majority are going to go below 25. But I'll be curious to see how uh, maybe Derrick Henry or Aaron Jones or maybe even Joe Mixon. Mixon probably won't hit 25, but he could be close to like 19 or 20. We'll find out right now because Chris just nominated him. Okay. Joe Mixon. So off the top of your head. Anyone can answer. If Ezekiel Elliott went for 25, how much should Joe Mixon go for? Hi, I'd say at least 19. Right, 19 Chris? to 23. Okay, Chris, you've got the $19 bid. Now it's up to 20. Now it's up to 20 for Joe Mixon. Let's see. Andrew Bomber with the $20. Not going to go. Not going to go 21. All right, 20 for Mixon. It's my turn to nominate a player. I am going to nominate Patrick Mahomes. I don't want him. So? I mean, you would take him. I'd take him for a dollar. You think I'll get him for a dollar? No. I <laughs> yeah, don't. I don't either. <laughs> All right. We'll see. Uh, we'll see what he goes for. I have no idea what he's going to go for. Heath just bid $9 on him. From my experience in these types of drafts, you can get some real like great quarterbacks for $1 or $2. Maybe like a Tom Brady yep. might go for $1 or $2. Yep. Um, and now here's here's Chris and Heath battling out for Mahomes at 11. I'd be a little surprised if Chris came in and went 12. He's not, so Heath got him for 11. Okay. When you when you think about spending 11% of your budget on the number one quarterback in fantasy, that sounds great. But it's just like you said, Adam, there's going to be some unbelievable bargains that uh, I think people will be really happy to have. You might spend 1% of your budget on a, on a player that you can that you know you're starting right off the jump. All right, so let's talk about how to how to make a balanced roster here. If you uh, Josh Allen just went for eight dollars, so Mahomes for eleven, Josh Allen to Dave for eight dollars. Interesting. Yeah. Um, we'll come back to that, but let's talk about how to make a roster here, and if you have any strategies. Uh, I personally, this is your opportunity to get more studs than you're usually able to get. Okay, this is not a snake draft, so I want three top twenty players. 
if possible. I'm going to try to do that because you can make up for it with dollar bids later with some of your sleepers. Um, all right, I'll just throw it around. Let's go to Joe. Joe, give me your, you know, if you have any strategy, if you have I want yeah. blank of my top blank or whatever. Um, so um, I, I think there's multiple things you can do, and, and I think it all comes down to how the room is reacting early. Um, I tend to think um, a vi- two viable strategies for me this year are hero RB, where you get kind of your stud and then you kind of mix and match elsewhere. Or I kind of go mid-tier at running back and go high-end at wide receiver, especially in a league where I'm where we're starting three of them. I think just based on the way I've been reading kind of the market this year, I feel like that's the way to go. Um, we'll see how this room reacts. Sometimes you have to adjust on the fly. But that is probably – I think the foundation of my team is likely going to be wide receivers. Even if I have a super high-end running back, I do believe uh, those high-end wide receivers are going to be kind of the foundation of my team. All right. Sorry, I got a little distracted bidding on Saquon Barkley here. And now he's up to 18 bucks. Remember, Joe Mixon went for 20 bucks. Now Barkley's at $19 to a Giants fan, Dan Schneier. I like Barkley better than Mixon, so I'm going to go $20 here on Saquon Barkley. And that's going to be my last bid if anybody wants to beat me. Up, oh, Schneier, giant, giant, giant fan fight here. 21 yep. bucks from him, and he can have Saquon Barkley. Um, all right. So we got Joe's take there. Uh, Drew, any strategy you want to tell us here for salary caps? Well, I'm about to nominate somebody. So it looks like I'm going to stick with a uh, running back theme here. And, you know, at this point, what I like to do is I'm thinking about, um, I'm thinking about kind of sitting back and and watching what's happening because, why did it do that? I tried to. Ooh, I tried you, to. Did you not want to nominate him? No, or I you tried to just nom- let it roll. I tried to nominate Kamara. I don't know why it didn't work. Well, I'd like to get McCaffrey here if we wouldn't mind, and I got him for thirty-five dollars. <laughs> I don't know that I'm getting three top twenty players anymore, but Christian McCaffrey. So remember, Mixon went for twenty. Barkley went for twenty-one. Zeke went for twenty-five out of a hundred-dollar budget, and I just took McCaffrey for thirty-five, and I think he's worth it. He is so much better than everybody else. Uh, Wasn't worth it last year, unfortunately. Joe nominates Dalvin Cook. Let's see what happens here. He'll go somewhere between 25 and 35. He's up to 31. Joe's got the high offer here on on Dalvin Cook. I'm sorry, Drew. Did you want to keep uh, discussing your strategy? $31 for Dalvin Cook. Drew, go ahead. I'll throw it back to you. Yeah, no, that's all right. Thanks. Yeah, at this point, because we got a lot of really tough players in the room, and I actually have never done one with a hundred dollar uh, cap before, so I'm kind of in wait and see mode. And I uh, I like to lay back for maybe the first couple of rounds and see what's going on before I jump in. We had a uh, as the Washington DST gets nominated here by Dave. We had a funny note in the chat. Imagine watching three minutes of a live stream of experts nominating defenses for one dollar over and over. <laughs> Sorry to our audience. Out yeah, there. it's just it's a viable strategy, guys, just because it gives you like that cost certainty. And like I always like doing just for people who are watching this, if you're in an auction or salary cap draft at home, like if you have kickers or defenses in your league and you throw one out for one dollar and somebody's willing to bid two dollars on that defense, let them 
Yeah. I mean, that's $1 less that person has to spend, has to spend later when you're at the end of your draft and you want to hit on the sleepers uh, of your draft. So I'm never upset when somebody bids me up on a defense, never, ever upset on that. And it just gives you kind of that cost certainty. You know, the, the software you're using almost certainly calculates your highest bid, your, your, your average bid allowed your max bid. Um, it, it and it just gives you the cost certainty to realize like w- what money you have to spend on players that you actually want. So it, it it is boring at the beginning of the drafts, but it makes the end of the draft a little bit more exciting yeah, when, true. when, you know, there's actually going to be bidding wars for some of these sleepers that everybody's looking at because nobody wants to spend more than a dollar or two on a defense. You shouldn't spend more than a dollar on defense. That's at least my take. First tight end off the board, Travis Kelsey, $23, which is, I think, Barkley was 21, Mixon was 20, Zeke was 25, Kelsey's 23. That makes sense. Kyle Pitts now being nominated here. And Chris, you were in on the Kelsey bidding. Yeah, Kelsey is a guy, I think he's just really hard to replace. I, I was willing to spend about 22, but uh, somebody beat me out by a buck. So why, you know, it's this kind of weird, uh, unwritten rule. I'm willing to spend 22, but you haven't, you haven't, uh, do you have any players on your team? I'm sorry, I forgot. Nope, I'm uh, I'm still playerless. Okay, so then, you know, it's weird. Why did you decide that 22 was your cap for Kelsey? Are you looking at, do you have like a spreadsheet where you say, I want to budget this much to this position or anything like that? Or do you have a value for Kelsey? Yeah, it's a little bit of, it's a little bit of mix of both. Uh, I do have some values here. Um, so Kelsey, uh, 22 is my high point for Kelsey. I thought I might be able to sneak in and get him, but... Somebody was sharp and, and bet a dollar more. <laughs> All right, so uh, Kyle Pitts went for $8. CeeDee Lamb now, $12 is the bid for CeeDee Lamb. Is now we're going to start to see some of those round four, five picks come off the board, and you'll see what kind of values you get for them. Uh, Dave, this is where tiers really come in handy, okay? you, you got to know your tiers, and you got to see, okay, I don't know if you necessarily want to get the first guy in a tier. You tell me how you feel about that, Dave. But you also don't want to get the last guy in a tier because that guy could get bid up severely. Um, what do you think? I, this is where I started making tiers in the first place was for salary cap drafts like this and and understanding that when, you, when you've got groups of players together in that bubble that we talk about all the time, you get an idea once one or two players in that bubble go off the board what the rest of the expectation is for what you could spend. And uh, yeah, as, if you've got your tiers done before you go into your salary cap draft, you should be able to be a smart shopper when, when the time comes, when the player's up. For example, um, Derrick Henry hasn't been nominated yet. I don't think Alvin Kamara's been nominated yet, but we've seen McCaffrey and Cook go in the 30s. I would assume that when those guys come up on the board, you'll know that they'll probably go close to 30, but maybe, especially for Henry and a PPR, maybe you get them a little bit closer to what Zeke went for, which is 25, 27, somewhere in that range. But at least you now know you've got an idea of what you will be expected to pay for a player's services on your team. All right, Mike Davis now. Chris with the high bid on Davis, $7. Kyle Pitts went for, I think, 8 All right, there goes 8 on Mike Davis to Jacob Gibbs. What do you think, Chris? Bidding war. Do it. I'm going to hold off. Okay. You're very disciplined. Yeah. Very disciplined. You need to be. Yeah. I'm, I got to feel this out. There's a lot of sharp people in a room. You know, I, I think people are setting the values right now. So, so uh, yeah, I'm comfortable sitting back. So, is anybody here very aggressive, likes to fill up their rosters kind of early? I'm definitely not. I'm very patient in these drafts. Uh, they're just, 
there's oh, there's moments where you go, oh, he's still available? Oh, he went for that? And you don't want to miss out on those bargains that come maybe an hour into the draft when people are a little tired or something like that. But does anybody take the opposite approach and goes kind of heavy early? In the, in the past, I've definitely spent up early on when I thought that I got a good player at a good price. Uh, I've been in salary cap drafts where you know, the top running backs are nominated quickly and I've got an idea on what they should go for and I'm getting them for, you know, two or, or three bucks less. And, and it's early on and people are still, you know, they're, they're worried about setting the market. And we've talked about that a lot already on the stream. But if you know what you're comfortable paying for a player, then then go spend it. And you'll find that you'll probably get a pretty decent bargain on those early on players. I don't know if there's going to be one in, in the one that we're doing right now because of, you know, we're all talking about, we all have a lot of respect for each other here in this draft, but in, in your typical home league, uh, yeah, I think there might be a little trepidation about spending early on and you can take advantage, assuming you know what you're comfortable spending on a certain player. Right. But I'm looking at it right now, right now, Camara going for 27. Oh, Chris in there for 28. Chris is like, he's, he wants to, he wants to participate. He wants a player. Well, he's. I think he's trying to get Alvin Kamara at a price a little less than Dalvin Cook, and I think that's pretty smart. Well, now now he doesn't really have that chance. Oh, right, thirty bucks. Really? Cook went for what? Thirty one, thirty two. Cook went for thirty one. Chris bid thirty on Kamara. As someone who took Dalvin Cook for thirty one, I'm very happy to see Alvin Kamara going for thirty. Perfect. Because I I have a bigger separation between those two players than that. Chris, yep, what about totally you? Understandable. Chris, you yeah. took you took Kamara for thirty. So, you know, do you think he should be? One dollar less than than Dalvin Cook, or maybe that doesn't even matter. Maybe you think they're both good values, you know? Yeah, I love Dalvin Kamara this year. I uh, I'm taking him second in a lot of drafts over um, Cook and uh, over Derrick Henry. I Dalvin Kamara averaged 30 PPR points without Michael Thomas, uh, you know, last couple of years, and I just think that you know with the the workload Cooks had over over these past couple of years, I'm a little bit more worried about Cook than Kamara. I think this is just a blow up year. Uh, for Kamara, so I love him. All right, Kamara went for thirty. I took Jalen Hurts. I got Jalen Hurts for two dollars. Um, Chris is up to nominate. One thing about nominating there it is Derrick Henry. If, if you want someone for one dollar, but you're not willing to go to three dollars on that player, it's risky to nominate him for one. You might want to nominate for two because you nominate for one, somebody goes two, and then you say, "Oh man, I want this player, but I'm not going three. All right, here's Derrick Henry. Remember, he should go in about the the thirty-ish range. He's at twenty-eight right now. This is full PPR. And just so everybody knows, Jalen Hurts will not be my only quarterback. I don't feel comfortable enough in just having Hurts. 29. Oh, Chris sneaks in. Chris wants Kamara and Henry. All right. How fun would that be? Two top five running backs. This is the only format you could do that in. Wow. Two top five running backs. Two very different players as well. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Extremely different players. All right, Chris. So now what do you do? You just spent nearly 60% of your budget on two players. Things have changed quite a bit in the last uh, two minutes for you, huh? Uh, yeah. How do you, how do you go pivot now? It's, uh, now it's time to sit back. Now we got to get some some pass catcher values. I think that's that's going to be my strength. I'm gonna I'm gonna kind of play the board. Okay. All right, uh, Drew. We haven't heard from you in a while. How you go? How you doing over there? Not too bad. Just landed my first player. I was uh, maxed Good out price. at four bucks for mm-hmm. Russell. But if anybody wanted to save five, they could have him. But I like four. I'm happy with it. And now I'm starting to get that feeling of, uh uh-oh, did I spend a little too much on Josh Allen getting him at eight? 
I, I liked it at the time because Mahomes went for 11. I like the discount that I felt like I got there, but now I'm starting to wonder if I spent a little too much. As Chris pointing out in the chat room, there has been only one player drafted for more than Jamie Dave and Heath's consensus price so far, and that is Travis Kelsey. So that is interesting. So we're underbidding based on, you know, one source. And Eckler at $24 goes to Chris Towers. He loves Eckler. I'm sure he's happy about that. $24 for Austin Not Eckler. a surprise that he went for 24 when Zeke went for 25 I think a lot of people... Um, would not have stepped on 25 for Eckler, knowing that Zeke went for 25. Everybody kind of values Eckler right behind Zeke. All right, so Dave nominates Devontae Adams. We haven't had a lot of wide receivers off the board. All right, you just saw Eckler went for 24, so you would expect Adams to be in this range. 23 is the bid right now to Heath. Uh, 24 to Schneider. It'll be interesting to see if he goes above 24. And then he just did. Yeah, he did. 25. All right. Nobody's uh, Nobody on this show's in on this. Nobody wants to go to 26, 27 on Adams? No. No. And you know why? Because there aren't a lot of top-tier receivers that have been nominated yet. This is literally the <laughs> toppest, tierest receiver right. that you could get. So now I think people have an idea of what they should spend on Tyreek Hill, Stephon Diggs, Calvin Ridley, Jacoby Meyer. You know, all the elite guys that are out there in fantasy. <laughs> Jacoby Myers. All right, here's Ryan Tannehill. Joe's got a $2 bid on him. That's a great bid. He's going to get him. Yeah, Wilson for four, Hurts for two, Brady for two, Tannehill for two. This is why I personally, Joe, I don't know how you feel about this, but that's why I wouldn't yeah. go I wouldn't go 11 on Mahomes. I, you know, I... Well, I'm typically like that. Like the thing is this year, I, I think you do want one of those running quarterbacks. Tannehill kind of straddles that line in a way. Like he gives you a little bit with his legs, um, not a ton, but he gives you a little bit. He gets you touchdowns. Uh, but because I spent 31% of my budget on Dalvin Cook, I had to go cheap somewhere. Like there's, there was going to be a spot where uh, like I'm not going to be able to be in the bidding for like a Mahomes or, you know, I thought Russell Wilson went for a little more than maybe I expected. I would have loved it. I just fell asleep on Hertz um, because I think Hertz has massive upside. Um, even if he's got downside, that doesn't matter. You can get a backup quarterback for one dollar. Um, but Tannehill at two dollars is going to solidify that position for me. Um, and it, it really is not a cost restrictive move at all. I mean, I'm, that's twice as much as I'm going to spend on my defense for a guy who's going to be a solid starting quarterback. I'm in on that. Right. And so if you do spend more money than you want, uh, quarterback is a place where you can save some money. Yeah. A couple of uh, players just came off the board. Nick Chubb and for look 19. Look what you just did, Adam. Yeah, I think people are down a little bit too far on Jonathan Taylor. I, I think, you know, they've already said that he's going to be the guy. Right. I think catches this is a PPR league catches. I'm thinking somewhere around two per game. I'll take 35 catches or so for Jonathan Taylor. But I think he'll get all the most, if not all, the goal line work. And it's not like Wentz and Nelson are out for the season. I mean, they could be back in week three or four, something like that. So I think people are panicking just a little bit. And uh, now I've got McCaffrey and Jonathan Taylor. I still want one more great player if I could pull that off, maybe in the $15 wow. range for maybe like CEH. If I can get them in the $15 range or something like that. That's interesting. And you're not the only one with this approach, of course. Chris Raybon also has two stud running backs. I'm not sure if anybody else on the stream has it as well. But I've 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 tried that approach in the past. And when the injury bug bites, it it crushes you. 
we'll see it, now for you and for Chris, it's all about finding good steals later on. I would sit out the bidding for quite a while if I were you guys. Um, yeah, it's, that could be. We'll see, Dave. I get a little bored sitting out the bidding, but your patience is very important. Yeah, you are right. Boredom might cost you here. Travis Etienne, four dollars, five dollars. A Cooper Cup just went for ten dollars. By the way, six dollars for Etienne. We, by the way, uh, I'm. I apologize. I haven't been reading any questions, so I'm ready to read questions now. If anybody wants to, uh, anybody wants to ask a question in our live stream, fire away. Okay, uh, ETN for seven. Drew, what do you think about ETN this year? Oh, Dave got him. Nice work. That's that's a heck of a question. I I actually have been getting a fair amount of James Robinson in some of these auctions, or excuse me, salary caps, because it 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 helps to balance out a more studs and duds approach. Uh, getting a floor guy like that, mm-hmm. I do like ETN's upside, but I I think that there's going to be enough of a split that it makes me nervous uh, where he's going as far as uh, price and ADP right now. And here's Lamar Jackson. So Chris has the high bid for Lamar Jackson, which is $5, which makes sense. Russell Wilson went for $4. Um, But now, Chris, is that worry at all since you have Kamara and Henry, and now you have Lamar Jackson at 5 It doesn't worry me. I'm trying a different approach, kind of going really top-heavy here. Um, And I'm going to obviously be getting a bunch of dollar guys uh, later on in the draft, so we'll see how that goes. Oh, here's a question from GatorFan15. In a $200 draft, how much different would you spend between the three of Henry, Eckler, and Chubb? A $200 draft. Uh, Joe, I'll throw this one to you. Henry, Eckler, and Chubb, what do you think the difference should be between them? I would have Eckler and Chubb in the similar tier. Probably, if it's PPR, I'd have Eckler maybe $5 ahead of Chubb. I would have... um, Henry probably 10 to 15 above Eckler and then like, yeah, 15 to 18 above Chubb. Um, that that's kind of where I have them tiered also just like now you might disagree with that. And if you want to say, I want to go get Eckler and save that extra money, totally fine. But that's just where I would expect them to get drafted based on what I've seen based on ADPs and based on where people have them tiered. Okay. Uh, Aaron Jones went for $26. Dave, I think Chris Towers has a very interesting team. He has two first round running backs and two four or five round four or five wide receivers. Ezekiel Elliott, Austin Eckler, Cooper Cup, and CD Lamb. And he has spent a lot of money. Sure. Uh, so he's gonna that? find a dollar quarterback. Seventy one dollars, I think he spent yeah, on four yeah, players. Yeah. He and listen, I think he spent it pretty nicely. And this is what you can do in a salary cap draft is you would never be able to put a team together like this in a regular old snake draft. And he's got two running backs that are going to go in the first round. He's got CeeDee Lamb that I think is going to end up being a third-round pick. Cooper Cup will be a fourth-round pick. I'm curious to see what the rest of his team is going to look like. It's going to be cheap, but this is a way to start building your team. And if if two of these guys hits, he'll be competitive. If three of them hit, he'll be on fire. And if all four of them hit, he's going to the playoffs and probably going to win the league. So I, I think he's off to a really good start. I uh, would have liked it a little bit better if he got a couple of bargains along the way. Maybe Zeke turns out to be one of those moderate bargains because we just saw Aaron Jones go for 26. I like Zeke better than Jones this year. Burrow for one, Kittle for 11. Kittle for 11 and Kyle Pitts for eight. Which value does everybody like better, Pitts for eight or Kittle for 11? You know, $100 budget. Oh, man. Um, I'd say, I'm, I'm I'd say Kittle. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm on Kittle there. Kittle. Okay. okay. Well, I took Pitts. 
Uh, I took Pitts for eight before I knew that Kittle would go for 11, but I don't mind it. Uh, the strategy that I'm going to work with is uh, just going cheap with all my players and try and just build a nice balanced squad. You know I'm going to end up with more than one tight end, Adam. I always do. Um, and, I, and I thought that Pitts at eight was actually a decent bargain. I've got him for more in my salary cap values. Why, why more than one tight end when you have Pitts, though? Because I'm not... I, as much as I like Pitts and I think he'll be great, I'm not certain that he's going to end up being great. So I want to have a little insurance in case he struggles. All right, with 35 picks in, Kyler Murray went for five dollars. 35 picks in about 20. We started a little late, about 26 yeah. minutes. Not that bad. I think we're moving at a pretty good pace yeah. here. Joe gets one, his defense with the Dolphins. Yeah, boring. But uh, one thing I want to comment on, guys, is like I, I always try to tell people like if if people are like looking at this and are looking for like advice. Um, one thing I would tell people is I don't think the quarterback prices are going to be this like, um, huh. for, by the way, $2 for Dak Prescott is a steal. What? Must, what just, that, what's that, happening right, here? Now I've got Josh Allen and Dak. That's kind of funny. <laughs> well, which is like, yeah, that, you know, that might be $2 you can't spend later, you know, but I would not expect the quarterback prices to be this tight in your hometown league. Like mm-hmm. that, that's one thing I always tell people, like uh, when I do broadcasts on Sirius XM, I, I always talk about how like the experts or industry people are playing chicken at the quarterback position. That does not happen in your hometown league. So sometimes, you know, you might look at our drafts and say, man, these guys are right. Waiting on quarterback, not spending up on quarterback is the right way to go. And you might decide you're going into your, your hometown league with your buddies who are eight white claws deep. And it just <laughs> doesn't work out that way. So you just have to understand that like, we're just playing things a little bit closer to the vest in, in 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 this league when it comes to quarterbacks. You know, heck, I spent two dollars on Ryan Tannehill, and I'm regretting it because Dak Prescott won for two dollars. Like that's just not going to happen in a hometown league. And once in a while in salary cap drafts, it happens where everybody's kind of asleep at the wheel and something. Yeah, and it, yeah. like literally, I, I I went to put Dak into my my nomination queue, and I said, well, there's no way he should go for one. I'll I'll put him for two and hope that some people spend up a little bit to to get him. And then no one bid on him. Everyone was kind of asleep. And so I don't necessarily need him. I can't use him and Josh Allen. But uh, what the hell, man? Two bucks for Dak Prescott. Happy to have him because it is a steal. Najee Harris now is uh, is nominated. He's up to $20. This is yeah, about the range you would expect. I have too many rookies. Oh, you took him? I got Najee for 20 all right, we got a question from Tim. Do you try to bid up a player that you don't want in order for the other managers to spend more? If so, what is your threshold before you stop bidding? No, don't do that because then you'll end up with three quarterbacks or something like that, and it'll be even worse than the situation that I've <laughs> found myself in here today. Um, no, don't do it. I know that there's a temptation to do it. You can you can nominate players. Like the reason why I'm nominating Dak and I had other quarterbacks in my queue was because I had Josh Allen, and I know I don't need another quarterback, so I was hoping that other people would go and bid up quarterbacks. That's how you try and get people to bid up. But if you start bidding people up, you might end up with players that you just absolutely don't yeah, need. It, it's one of my rules I put in my draft plan this year is like only get into a bidding war for a player you are willing to draft. Like Perfect. now you might say uh, you might prefer a guy. Let's let's just say, for instance, it's uh, Najee Harris or Austin Eckler. And you're like, well, I have Eckler. I'd much uh, I love Eckler and I like him more than Harris, but I got him for 30 bucks and Najee Harris is going for eighteen dollars. And that's stupid. And but if you already have two starting running backs and you think that third running back would be overkill, I mean, 
sometimes it's just going to work out that somebody else in the league gets a value. Like it, it yeah. And right. sometimes it's going to be you who gets that value. Like it, if you are not willing to draft a player, getting into a true bidding war is it, ah. it's the worst. You can beat yourself by doing that, just, and it's the worst way to lose. You just heard me get really mad at Dave. It took him yeah. 10 seconds. I told you I was going to take two tight ends. Yeah. It's so stupid. You know, fine, fine. Now you have two I quarterbacks and I two love tight Adam ends. Troutman. Do you have two quarterbacks and two tight ends? Good for you. Good for you, Dave. I, I put Adam Troutman on my budget on quarterbacks and tight ends. I, see, and now it would be dumb for me to bid on a quarterback or a tight end again in the entire, it was dumb in, when you in just the entirety did it. of this draft. It was dumb because just Because then I now. could end up with them, and that would be way too much. Well, nobody knows who we're talking about here. It was Adam Troutman. I put him up for a dollar. I was like, you know what? I think this might work. I really wanted him for a dollar. Dave comes in at $2. Jerk move. I wasn't going three. Um, so Troutman's off the board. Damian Harris went for five. Juju Smith-Schuster went for three. Uh, here's DeAndre Swift. All right, so look, DeAndre Swift, uh, I think CeeDee Lamb went for 12. Cooper Cup Juju for 10. Juju for three is another asleep at the wheel move. And Swift is up to 15 now. Yeah, this could be a nice one. 16 for DeAndre Swift. I think Juju for three might have just been also like people are kind of down on him. And they're like, well, I could bid four dollars, but I'd rather have that four dollars later for a player I like more. At even if, even if it's irrational, I just think that's the way people's brains work when they're doing these things. Chris, let me ask you, what do you think about DeAndre Swift? He went for seventeen dollars. He's they, we're recording this on Tuesday afternoon. I know people are listening to the podcast this weekend on Sunday. Um, he, Swift with this groin injury here. Uh, what do you think about him and and Jamal Williams? Uh, Chris. Uh, DeAndre, I, I think DeAndre Swift is a decent value in kind of that, that spot. Like, I, I don't think Jamal Williams is going to just be like this runaway, like what he was on the Packers. Um, it's a new team. I, I would expect if one of those two guys beats their ADP, I would still expect it to be Swift. Oh, Drew got Chris Carson. That's yeah, good, it was a good buy. Yeah. At $11, which is. Yeah, very happy with that price. Yeah, that's, okay, that's a ten percent of your budget. Then Chris Carson's kind of like a guy who, if you pay pay ten percent of your budget, he probably plays like a guy who's worth fifteen to twenty percent of your budget. It just mm-hmm. nobody loves Chris Carson ever. And Tim, then you're like, eh, during the season, you're like, man, oh, I wish yeah, I, I like had him. a little bit more of him. Oh uh, yeah, he's top top fifteen per game three years in a row. Uh, Chris uh, Tim asked me when I'm going to nominate Fernando Tatis. I'm definitely not going to do that. I promise. I don't know if there are any. Players that have, that have the same name as a baseball player in here in in the NFL pool, we'll look for it. You've dropping the two three on Tyreek Hill. Tyreek Hill for twenty three. Oh, and for Jamie 24. comes in more. He likes to jump it up there. He's Does a Jamie fan have of the, any players? Uh, big jump in, mm-hmm. in bed. Jamie gets Tyreek. What's Jamie's team? Let's take a look at Jamie. I think team. Jamie's team is Tyreek Hill in a DST and Stafford. Stafford for a buck, Tyreek for 24, Rams for one. Mike Evans, $7 for Mike Evans right now. I expect him to go in the $10 range. $8 to Drew. Oh, man, I want to hit nine. Hit it. No, that's See, okay. this is one of those things yeah. where if there's a player you really want and Good it's job, only going to take one buck more, like this is what I was thinking with Troutman. If it's only going to cost you one, but that's it, one more, just do it. No, but I, I don't really no, want him. There. I don't really want okay, him. Okay, then you didn't I like really him. want him then. I think it was a good... Okay, so so whereas you know some of us have a bunch of studs, Drew's got Russell Wilson for 4 bucks, Chris Carson for 11 and Mike Evans for 8 
which is nowhere near what I paid for Christian McCaffrey. So you've got a little core to your team, quarterback, running back, wide receiver. Do you like this start for $23 for Wilson, Carson, and Evans? I love that. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty happy with it. I, you know, I don't um, – I was getting a little nervous I didn't have a running back, so I'm happy I got Carson. Yeah. Uh, let's see – by the way, Adam Thielen just went to Joe for 6 bucks. Let's see the best running backs available. Antonio Gibson, Clyde Edwards-Elaire, Dobbins, Montgomery – those would be the top four available. A.J. Brown now up for bid. And I think he'll probably be close to 20 bucks. Joe's got a $16 bid on him. He was back at practice today, oh, Adam. Oh, man. Mm-mm. Up to 18. You were one second away from getting for I 16. I clicked 17 just because you said he was back at practice. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> 19. Yeah, I tried to sneak him through for, a, right. uh, for maybe a little Tannehill stack, but... Do you do you care about that having stacks? Uh, mostly more in best ball, but right. Um, it, it, it's like it's it can be a tiebreaker here. Um, you know, especially I like it on a team though where let's let's let, let's for instance the Vikings or the Titans, these narrow fantasy teams where when the production comes, you know where it's coming from. Yeah, I think it's more viable in a league like that. Um, obviously best ball when you don't have to pick the week, you know that's really good too, but. You know, for instance, like Ryan Tannehill, if Ryan Tannehill has a big game, chances are A.J. Brown's going to have a big game, too. So, mm-hmm. you know, in a, in a season-long league, you know, I'm especially when I can pick my matchups for that, but um, it's more of a best ball strategy. Yeah, simply he was a good player who I thought fit my team, but uh, I wasn't going to pay as much as he went for. Yeah, and here's Waller now. Like, A.J. Brown just went for 19. Waller went for 13. Yeah. yeah, I think that's a good bargain. Yeah, it's a I great bargain. Too. Their ADPs are very similar. He's been out of practice for like two weeks now, yeah, though. That, that is true. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> okay. I, I'm not worried because we haven't heard anything. Like, I feel like if it was serious, we would have heard something from like um, Schefter or Rap Sheet or somebody like that. Um, but it is still a little concerning if you're drafting this time of year. Chris, what's going on over there? How you doing? Doing good, Chris. You're very. I, I'm looking at your face. You are really into this. Yeah, very focused. <laughs> yeah, I'm just. Uh, I, I got a lot of work to do now that I spent like 60 percent of my cap on three guys. So I'm just kind of deciding uh, who I'm going to nominate over these next few rounds if they're not here. Getting a list together. So we just saw Josh Jacobs go for six, and mm. I, I am not a fan of Jacobs, Adam. You know that. I'm worried about him this year, but I was tempted to at least try for seven just because I thought that that would have been a pretty moderate value, a good value to have. But I already have ETN. I already have Najee. I've got to show some discipline when I'm building this roster. So yeah, I had to pass on on Josh Jacobs, and I thought he went for a good price. You know who I think is going to go for close to six is Javante Williams. I, don't, I think his ADP, I think his price will be very similar to Josh Jacobs in this round, in this uh, salary cap draft. Here's Stefan Diggs, $22 right now on Diggs. What did Tyreek Hill go for? Like 24. Tyreek was 24. Adams, I think, was 24. This is right where I yeah, think that's yeah, that's perfect for Diggs. Right where he should be. Yep. Okay. Yeah. So now I mean the Waller and Kittle going for 13 and 11, respectively. Good good job, Dave. I don't know why you needed Troutman, though. Jerk. Here's Amari <laughs> Cooper off the pup list as of Tuesday. And CeeDee Lamb went for 12. Let's see what Cooper goes for here. I'm gonna go. Oh, I was gonna bid seven. Now it's up to eight. I'm bargain shopping here. Eight's good. Nine. Oh, nine to Drew. All right. See if anyone's going 10. 
This is, this is yeah. Up oh, ten to Chris Towers. Amari Cooper. Last chance. Yeah, I think this is pretty much right where he's going to go to. Until the news gets better on him, he's going to be right in this range. Yeah, off the pup today, though. That's yeah. probably a little bit yeah. earlier than a lot of people might have been anticipating. Mm-hmm. So Lamb for 12, Cooper for 10, and also Cooper Cup went for 10. Yeah. So, so uh, you know, Cooper Amari Cooper for 10 bucks might be really good. Uh, Mike Evans for 8 might be even better. Good job, Drew. And not to mow my own lawn here, but... When I see like Cooper Cup go for ten bucks, I'm pretty happy with Thielen at six. Yeah. Well, he's an interesting player, Thielen. I mean, I feel like yeah. some people. I'm. I basically I'm just avoiding him. Uh, you still believe in him, Joe? Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, just like it just feels like the market's just like, oh, it's Adam Thielen. He's old, and Justin Jefferson's a stud. So I'm just gonna leave him go. I'll take I'll take that bargain every time. Like he is on so many of my teams because he slips into the fifth and sixth round, where he's available as a wide receiver three. It's just it. I, I don't know. I I feel like it's an overcorrection. All right, let's see. And by the way, they don't have anybody. Sorry, like their I'm number three receiver is who? Dee Westbrook. Amir Smith Marset, like they clearly are counting on him. Uh, well, I just nominated. No they're counting on. Yeah. I nominated Keenan Allen. I didn't even realize that. Okay, Keenan Allen. Here we go. Uh, they are. Yeah, I just with Thielen. When I look, first of all, I'm worried he's kind of old, and yeah, uh, he just has had a lot of really bad games over the last two seasons. I'm just wondering if he's losing it a little bit. He relied so much on touchdowns. Keenan Allen for 19. Who would you guys rather have in a PPR league, AJ Brown or Keenan Allen? They both went for 19. Brown. Brown slightly. Brown. Mm, that's so yeah, interesting. Brown for 19. I'm actually a little surprised Allen went for that much. Right. Not that I disagree with it. I just, I thought he would might be somebody who I would be willing to like, you know, kind of, he's like a third round pick. I, I, I was thinking as like maybe a wide receiver one on my team, but I was actually a little surprised that he went for this much at this stage in the draft. He, he's, that, no, I don't think it's a bad pick or anything like that. But he's definitely going to have more catches than A.J. Brown, right? <laughs> yes. He probably will. I think help, Brown's yeah. going to have him beat on efficiency, though. Uh, I think he. I think it was an overspend. I think 19 was just a little too much for Keenan Allen. Antonio Gibson goes for 20 to Jacob Gibbs. Gibbs gets Gibson. That's, uh, yeah, yeah, everybody in that range has gone for about 20. Barkley, Gibson, Mixon... I don't remember. Did Najee Harris, where did he go for? Najee went for 20. 20. And yeah. I would have rather, it's a close call between those two. Like, I'll take Najee for 20, but Gibson's hype is starting to really um, get up there. I thought he'd go for a little more. Calvin Ridley now. We have a $21 bid. And booyah. I got yeah, Calvin totally Ridley. For you got him for 21. You love Calvin. Well, you know, I say it's it all the time. Price. You should you you know I think the top five wide receivers should outperform the running backs in that range or at least most of them. So if they're all going for twenty, and I'll take Ridley for twenty one, I feel like you know that kind of worked out for me. But now, now what look do I have? what's happened. Remember when Devonte was the top tier guy? He went for twenty seven. Everybody fell right in line behind him. Tyreek for twenty four. Diggs for twenty two. Uh, Hopkins for twenty one, and now Ridley for twenty one. The market got set, and everybody went along with it. There were no overspends on the top five receivers. Here's Tyler Boyd. So Heath has a $3 bid on Tyler Boyd. He also has $3 for Juju Smith-Schuster. Dave comes in, bids four on Tyler Boyd. Hmm. 
after this bid, let's uh, let's look at Chris Towers' team because Chris is down to one dollar bids. He have eight spots left. Oh, I love that. Uh, all right, Dave gets Tyler Boyd for four. I would have gone more. That was awesome. All right, I know you like him. All right, so let's look at Chris's team. Chris has Zeke and Eckler. He has Kittle at tight end. He has Cooper and Lamb and Cooper Cup. So he has two Coopers and he has two Lambs. He has three Cowboys. Zeke, Eckler, Amari Cooper, CeeDee Lamb, Cooper Cup, and George Kittle. He has $8 left for eight spots. A quarterback, a flex, a DST, and five bench spots. And we will see if he can pull this off. Do you guys like what Chris did? I don't know if I love having Cooper and Lamb on the same squad. Yeah. He's got a lot of dudes on bye week seven. Uh, no, I think he's fine. I actually he think does. This, all in all, I think it's a good roster. Is he down? What's his highest bid now? One dollar. His eight right. spots left. They were so all he's going to be dollars. waiting around for a long time. The rest of his yeah. team is going to be kind of ugly. But that if if you're going to wait around and the rest of your team is going to be ugly and all you've got are dollar bids, but you've got six guys and it's these six guys, I think you're doing. I think you're doing it right. I like it. All right, Drew. So J.K. Dobbins for fifteen bucks. And your starting running backs are Dobbins and Carson? Yeah, as of right now. Okay, Wilson, Dobbins, <laughs> Carson, and Evans are your four players. Yep. Yeah, I like uh, getting Dobbins there because it's getting a little scarce. I don't want to be in a bidding war with somebody for one of the last guys that I that I care about here. So I definitely want to jump in. 15 is more than I want to pay for a guy like Dobbins. That's, that's, that's maybe three bucks too high, but... I was worried about scarcity, pushing it even higher here in a minute with a couple of these guys that are still left. DK Metcalf goes for 19, which makes sense. It's exactly that is right in line with Allen and Brown. Yep. And then that just comes down to personal preference. Who do you want? Or, you know, getting a guy. See, to me, just like I identified this, I don't want to blow up anybody's spot here, but I identified this as like, okay, I see one guy left in that tier beyond DK Metcalf and I wanted to try to see if I could not get into a bidding war in that tier and Metcalf going in line for AJ Brown and Keenan Allen which frankly was a little bit more um, than I thought they were going to go for but you know at some point you have to pay market price like if you just keep digging around a draft to find values your team is not going to be very good. Now, it's good to get values, but if you're like, I'm not paying market price for any player I want, uh-huh. you are not going to have a good team in a salary cap draft. That's a good point. I, I want to ask you guys about tight end here because we have Hawkinson and Andrews left of the top six. And I know Dave's already got Kittle and Troutman. Uh, oh, no, Kittle Dave, and oh, sorry, you have Pitts and Troutman. Pitts and Troutman. Does anybody else have a tight end? I do not. Nope. So, yeah, neither do I. So that means four of us don't have a tight end, and Hawkinson and Andrews are on the board. I'm not sure if you guys also see it as kind of a big six, but how much of a priority are Hawkinson and Andrews going to be for you? Unfortunately, I think I have to be out on them because I, I have only $22 left. Yeah, well, uh, Hawk, uh, Andrews is going now, and he, he oh. just dropped 8 bucks on him, and I bet that's where he's going to end up. And that's exactly what Kyle Pitts went for. So, okay, then now Hawkinson is going to be the last guy in a tier. And I wonder, are you guys going to be aggressively targeting him? I think I'm going to have to sit him out. But uh, to to our three, to my three guests, what do you think about T.J. Hawkinson, and and do you feel like you need to get him? 
Have you seen his hair? Uh, no, but I will. <laughs> it's wild. I will Google image it right now. Um, it's wild right now. Um, the, uh, the, the, uh, the, the, I don't feel the need to get Hawkinson. No, not that I like the player, but I'm not like 100 in on him right now. Yeah, he's not really fit my draft strategy, but I do like him uh, in regular drafts. I, I take him as high as fourth. I think he has a major opportunity being the kind of the top target on that on that team. And Jared Goff's not going to throw downfield. So, so now here's my question: We, I took Pitts for eight. I'm totally regretting it. We just saw um, Andrews go for eight. If you have the chance to bid six or seven on Hawk, and you get him, would you be upset about it at this point? Probably not, right? Because nope, you're getting not. him at a cheaper value than than Andrews and Pitts. I, I predict he'll go for seven. I think he'll go for a buck less than Andrews and Pitts. Are you, who are you asking? Just in general? No, I'm yeah, just I wouldn't be. I wouldn't be upset by that at all. Yeah, I think that's great value. Anything under eight. Would be a great value. I agree. Mm, Zach Moss. All right, fact, I'll go three I'll on my Zach Moss. Top here. of my queue. Zach Moss. I'm only going to nominate uh, him for one. All right. Yeah, I'm buying Zach Moss. Uh, all right, he goes for four. Wow. I'm not buying him for five. <laughs> Someone else might in this room. Let's see. Zach Moss for two bucks less than Josh Jacobs. I think we're getting a little stupid here. With with Jacobs, like like just uh, yeah, nobody likes Josh Jacobs this year. But man, uh, yeah, I thought yeah, that, that's one of the better values. Just yeah. not that exciting. How much did ETN go for? He went for seven. He went for seven. All right, so look, that's really it's a little high. That's it, Josh Jacobs for six is a great value, but but ETN for seven is not right. And being in full I think PPR definitely helps. Yeah, I think it's fine. Uh, I just got Chuba Hubbard for one dollar. Uh, you guys can have your DSTs. I'll take my Adam, handcuffs. Adam, that was masterfully played. You talked right over the $1, <laughs> counting down on the clock, so everybody was distracted. <laughs> well done. Not my first well, I mean, salary I mean, Hubbard was up there. I just wasn't bidding on Chuba Hubbard. Yeah, no, look, I didn't think yesterday. anybody would. If anybody wanted him for $2, <laughs> that was that was totally fine. Um, I obviously have McCaffrey, so that was a priority for me. Julio, oh, whoa, whoa. Julio Jones for seven. I think well, it's he's hurt right now. I think that there's some... Good job. Um, negative press on him, and he's 32 years old and beat up. I still think it's a pretty good value, though. All right, so let's see how badly people want Hawkinson. Remember, Andrews and Pitts went for eight. Hawkinson's at seven right now. Here, I'm going to bid eight just for fun. <laughs> like That's seven, all right? Seven yep. for Hawkinson. It is right, but it, but it just surprises me a little bit because he is the last player in a tier, and I thought maybe that people would be more eager to get a top six tight end, but. So be it. You don't have a top six tight end. There are some fallback options. You, all you do is nominate Adam Troutman for $1 and then watch the guy who drafted Kyle Pitts. Look at you. Two. You're so upset over that. You keep oh. going back to the Troutman. Aaron Rodgers Why didn't for $1. Just, no, I'm even more upset that I didn't get Aaron. My whole strategy was to get Aaron Rodgers. And I was talking <laughs> like an idiot about Troutman. And I missed Aaron Rodgers, who went for one dollar. Yeah, I'm so mad at myself. Yeah, never, like, never underestimate the ability of a auction slash salary cap draft to make you feel stupid about one of the buys you've made. Like, just like Ryan Tannehill for two dollars. I'm sitting here like, yeah. And then Aaron Rodgers goes for one, and I'm like, you How about eight for Josh Allen, Joe. <laughs> I mean, Josh Allen's a cheat code, so at least you have that. Right. That's <laughs> but I mean, but oh man. 
Oh, it's the whole time. I was like, I'm just going to get Aaron Rodgers. I'm just going to get Aaron Rodgers. And then I'm just, don't host a podcast while you do a salary cap draft. That's good advice. Clyde Edwards Ealer for nine. Clyde Edwards Ealer for 10 right now. 11. This could be a bargain. Yeah, I mean, I think it is a 12 now. This is a bargain. Schneier loves Edward Delaire. It's just, I mean, this is the value of waiting. Now we're starting to get out of bargain territory and get into fair territory, and it doesn't surprise me that Drew's right on top of that. Well, Dobbins went for 15, so if if that's Ah. the case, what should CEH go for? Wanted him for 13. Yeah. He's at 14 right now to Jamie. And now he's a fit. Ooh, mm. Drew loves it. I like yeah, it. This one keeps going up. 15. Yeah, Drew, Drew and Jamie have the hammer right now. They've gotten the most money. Um, mm-hmm. Drew's kind of snuck some sneaky values through. Jamie really is just kind of sitting back. He's um, the way he always does. 16 yeah. bucks to, for Clyde Edwards Elair. It's for Jamie. And now Drew ah. is up to nominate. Frustrated with that one. Shake it off. Shake it off. You almost you almost had him at 13. And that would have been a great, great buy, obviously. But I think great. 16 is right around where you'll see CEH go. Maybe a ta- maybe like one buck too much. Bill's DST. All right. Drew will get him. All right. So so yeah, let's take a look at kind of the financial situation here. Jamie's got fifty-eight dollars. Uh Joe's got forty-one. Drew, how much do you have now? You have... 61. 61, okay. So you have the most... I'm going to get you guys spending. Terry McLaurin here. Joe going for 16 bucks on McLaurin right now. Mm. Ooh, that would be nice. Man, oh, come on. No! Oh, what a nice value there. Good All job, right, Joe. so yeah. 16. I have executed my strategy. Which was what? Hero running back, and then three really good receivers I feel good about. Metcalf, McLaren, and Thielen I feel pretty damn good about. Yeah, you should. Is that it? Do you have yeah. anybody else? Oh, you have Tannehill? I have Tannehill, yeah, and then Dolphins defense. I don't feel as good about Tannehill right now, but I'll tell you that, given Aaron Rodgers went for a buck, but That's okay. I'll, I'll, I'll go to battle with this team. I don't sure. blame you. Um, all right, Chris Godwin for eight. That's the same as what Mike Evans went for. And we are 73 picks into this salary cap draft. Dave, I can't do the math. How many people are getting drafted? You know, it's twelve times sixteen, so one hundred twenty plus seventy-two, one hundred ninety-two. I'm, I'm not doing the math. Chase Claypool now up for a bid. Mm. Oh, five bucks to Dave. Yeah, guy, I don't mind trying to slide through at a little bit of a discount. And. I shouldn't have said anything because then Joe oh, came. I, right I love Claypool too this year. Yeah. I do too. Yeah, I think. Uh, mm-hmm. Is he anybody's favorite Steelers wide receiver? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. elaborate, Chris. I so I think when you look at Deontay Johnson, I, I just think that he may have hit his ceiling uh, last year, just given the amount of targets he got. Um, Claypool, on the other hand, he still has huge upside. When you look at his, um, you know, route participation, he was only running about in the 60 to 70 percent range in terms of his routes run. Um, so if that goes into, you know, 80, 90 percent starter territory, um, you know, that's he's kind of like the poor man, CeeDee Lamb, where, you know, we're expecting Lamb to kind of jump up and routes run as well. He was running, you know, like 60 to 70 percent most of last year as well. So um, I, I just think with his efficiency, with his talent, 
um, that that he's got the highest upside uh, of all the steel receivers. All right, and here's DJ Moore going for nine dollars. So look, Claypool went for seven. Evans and Godwin went for eight. DJ Moore is going for nine. Cooper Cup went for ten. Uh, it's not necessarily following average draft position, and I just wonder is that a commentary on and and Moore went for nine. Is that a commentary on the wide receivers that go from rounds four through, say, seven? They're not that different. I, I kind of see it that way this year. I wonder if anybody sees it that way also. Right, like, like rounds four through seven wide receivers is a big jumbled mess. I think there's a lot of quality in that group. I think that's I what's exciting about that. that. That's why I don't like going after running backs in there. And we've talked about that on the podcast this week. The whole RB dead zone is kind of in that range, but there are a lot of really good values in that range. And when I start my drafts with a running back and a tight end or two running backs and a tight end, it's because I know I can find some receivers from that jumble that you were talking about that are going to be good values. Yeah, but that's not my, that's not my question. My question is, are they basically the same? The wide receivers in round four are, the Dallas guys, the first two Tampa Bay guys, DJ Moore. Right. Well, I, I think. think some of them are have a little more upside than the than the receivers that you'd find in round six or seven. Okay. Well, so separate them basically. I, I don't know if there's a lot of separating that is get, that can even be explained. They all some of these guys have a great floor. Godwin is one of those receivers, for example. Um, whereas somebody like um, Claypool, as Chris talked about. Definitely has a high ceiling. Yeah. Less of a floor. Cup has a high floor. Thielen has a high floor. Robbie Anderson went for $4. Ayuk went for $7. And we are going to take a break after I tell you that it is draft prepping for charity month supporting St. Jude. It's underway throughout the month. We're going to have various eBay auctions supporting St. Jude, culminating in our draft-a-thon event on September 1st. You heard about our pre-draft calls already, but now we've added a beer with Heath over Zoom. Uh, a spot in the 2021 Podcast League, a spot in, or many spots in the 2022 Scott Fishbowl, and more. So go to cbsports.com slash eBay to donate and bid. cbsports.com slash eBay. This is to support St. Jude, so please help us out. Uh, Tyler, so, Okay, we'll go to a break after this, but Tyler Lockett just went for 11. You know, that, I guess somebody has to love him, but that surprised me a little bit. Yeah, it does. Surprises yeah. me too with like DJ. I don't even like DJ more this year, but him going for nine, Ayuk for seven, you know, Claypool for seven, you know, Thielen went for six, Julio went for seven. I'm a little surprised that price for, for Lockett. All right, a quick break here on fantasy football today. 80 picks in as Noah Fant just went for $2. We will be right back. What's up, everyone? I want to tell you about a car that you are going to love. Check it out. The all-new Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe is equipped with everything you need to break free from the dull work week and embark on an adventurous weekend with your family. The all-new Hyundai Santa Fe's features like available H-Track all-wheel drive, standard third-row seating, I love that, available dual wireless charging pads ensure that you can take on any adventure. So let's say you're ready to take the family on a camping trip or something like that. The Santa Fe is perfect for you. You've got all-wheel drive. You can load everyone up in the third row. It's time to start being adventurous, and you need the right car, and that's the Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe. Learn more about the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe at HyundaiUSA.com. Call 562 314 
888-346-4603 for complete details. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. And we are back. We are joined by three awesome guests today as we wait for pick number 81 in our salary cap draft. First, we have Dave Richard here, obviously, but we also have Chris Rabin, or Chris Rabon, excuse me, of Action Network, uh, Drew Davenport of Football Guys, and Joe Dolan of Fantasy Points, for fantasypoints.com. <clears throat> James Robinson, $2 bid to Dave. $3 to George. I know, Drew, you said that you've ended up with a lot of James Robinson. Are you in or out on this one as he's at $4? Yeah, I'm out for this price, and I don't need another floor guy. I got plenty of those. All right. So Dave got him. All right, let's, let's check in. Him. Check in on Dave's team. Dave has Josh Allen for $8, Najee Harris, and David Montgomery. And now... Getting Montgomery for 14 was a surprise. You have ETN and Robinson. Interesting. Okay, so you have both yeah, Jaguars guys. Both. I think they both might end up being uh, in PPR, ETN more so than Robinson, but both might end up being startable. Uh, you have, okay, Montgomery and, and Harris are your starting running backs. Julio Jones, Chase Claypool, Tyler Boyd at wide receiver. Pitts at tight end. Flex is ETN. And mm -hmm. Josh Allen at quarterback. It's pretty good. Must be happy. I, mean, I don't have a first round guy, and some of the teams in in this mock have multiple first round guys. But I think I got a lot of guys in that round three, four, five range, and I'm happy to have them. I'm building up some a nice callus of depth here with this roster. Okay, and you have Dak Prescott on your bench, and James Robinson. You also have the Washington Football Team, and you have Adam Troutman on your bench as well. So it's a good team, and you only have two roster spots left. So you've got obviously dinner plans. <laughs> uh, all right, so Drew just went with Allen Robinson, who was the highest-ranked wide receiver left. He went for $18. I expect Robert Woods is going to go for a lot, too. He's at 12. Lockett went for 11. Now Woods is at 13. He's going now. He's more than CeeDee Lamb. He's at yeah. 15, which is what McLaurin went for. McLaurin went for 16. Yeah. Yeah, this is exactly what I thought was going to happen when I nominated Woods. 16 just for like, Woods. I, he's like one of those guys I feel like everybody likes this year, like the opposite of Josh Jacobs. <laughs> like people yeah, I think that Rams, that those Rams pass catchers may yeah. be a, like a wealth of uh, of value because, you know, Cam Akers is hurt. If Stafford is healthy, McVay's going to be able to open up his offense and throw a lot more than he, he probably has uh, in the past because he's comfortable with his quarterback and he can get it downfield a little more. So I'm interested to see you know, how that shakes out. But I think all the Rams pass catchers are, are, are values. All right, Dave nominates Miles Sanders here. I'm going to say $7. That's my prediction for Miles Sanders. And that's how high I would go. Mm -hmm. I have a $6 bid on Sanders. See if anybody wants to beat it. Yeah, there, there you go. Drew goes for 7 I think you're going to win him, Drew. Yeah. There you go. Congratulations. Drew seems excited. <laughs> I don't know about excited, but well, I'll take it. I, I think the value is good, and that's the trend that I'm seeing with the guys that you get 
Drew, is that you're, you're really focusing on just getting good values. Maybe you're open to picking from 80 different players in, in the National Football League for your squad, but when you get them at a value, that's what you're looking for. You're being a smart shopper, and I think that Sanders at seven is a pretty decent buy. I don't think anybody's expecting him to be a workhorse anymore. Really worried about his role in the passing game. Little concerned about his role in short yardage goal line, but he should lead that team in touches at running back every single week, and that offensive line's pretty good in Philadelphia. John Smith for a dollar. Now Deontay Johnson. This will be an interesting one. He's at nine. He's at ten. We don't have that many quality wide receivers left. So we have Deontay Johnson. We have Jamar Chase, T. Higgins. It, it's a little dicey. I mean, those these guys might be dicey themselves. But after Chase and Higgins, we're looking at you know Galladay, the Broncos guys, Brandon Cooks, the the Browns guys, Devontae Smith. So. You know, Devon, so Deontay Johnson goes for $12, and uh, now it's time for backup quarterbacks. Tua Tungavailoa will go for a dollar here. This could end up being <laughs> a, a very good, a very good, pre- well, look, Aaron Rodgers went for a dollar, so you're not going to get any great values. Anybody think that Deshaun Watson is going to going to play this year at this point? I, I, I know you can be cynical with the NFL and how things go with the NFL, but I mean, I just can't even imagine what it would take for him to play for any team but the Texans this year. Like it is now August 10th with every passing minute. We it gets less and less likely that somebody's going to make a move from. Are you going to blow up your locker room with that? Oh, by the way, this guy might get arrested. Um, he might get subpoenaed by a grand jury. Like I, it just doesn't make sense to me, guys. Like, I don't know why a team would would dedicate the assets it would take to trade for Deshaun Watson right now with all the severe downside that takes. Oh, and by the way, it's August 10th and you've already prepared an entire off season for the NFL season. That's four weeks away. Yeah. Makes perfect <laughs> sense. I guess so. But I, but if a team, I know, I don't know that they'd be bothered by, you know, bringing him in late in training camp, especially if they're a team that doesn't think it's going to contend this year. But yeah, there's a lot to be bothered by in that situation. Yeah, and I mean, just like, I mean, there's still obviously a chance that you trade, let's just say, two first-round picks for a player who might, like, like Deshaun Watson never playing another down in the NFL is in the range of outcomes, right? Fair. Yeah. I mean, I, I just can't, we can get so cynical with the NFL and, like, teams will teams will try to win at all costs, but I just, like, I just don't see it right now. I think yeah, a team might trade for him if, if they knew for sure that he'd be able to play next year. Next yeah. year, twenty. Because of what you're yeah. talking about, Joe, the range of outcomes, there's a chance yeah. he doesn't play another down in the NFL again. I think that's yeah. definitely going to make teams shy. Yeah, but you also, if you talk about range of outcomes, you have to also look at what he's done in the league this far. Like, it, it's been elite every single year. So, like, I think somebody will definitely – um, kind of weigh that and say, hey, we'll trade for. Him. I mean, there's been there's been worse trades where you trade for guys that you know you're sure are going to play and they don't pan out. So I, I definitely think like teams will value him. Like if I was Denver, I would I would trade for him. And then also talking about the range of outcomes, there's also a chance this year that he plays. What yeah. if he serves? You know, no suspension yet, and everything is just pending in Houston with what's going on off the field. That you know, and like, possible. but on the other hand, like this isn't like. Not not to minimize anything. This isn't like burglary, right? <clears throat> I mean, well, I, I know I don't want to get so heavy on, but like, I mean, you have a chance to 
alienate a huge portion of your fan base if you make this move. Yeah, so, I mean, at, like that, that it's not just like, oh, we stole a couple computers or something, you know, it's it's a lot more than that. All right. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Uh, it's a tough okay. thing to talk about here. So we'll move on. I shouldn't have put you on the spot like that. Uh, we've got we are 93 picks in as Michael Carter went for six dollars. Chris, I'll have you talk about that. James White went for one dollar. DJ Tark for three dollars. Oh, this is a guy I want, by the way, just so everybody knows. Brandon, Brandon Cooks. Cooks. Yes. Okay. Uh, Chris, I don't want him. Don't, like, just don't even <laughs> just leave him alone. Uh, all right, Adam, so Chris, bid 15. You'll get him. I can only bid 13. Oh, Chris, you little jerk, dude. $7 Ooh, wow. now for Brandon Cooks. You can have him for seven. Uh, all right, yeah, so you got you didn't want him that bad. Michael Carter for six and Brandon Cooks for seven. Feel pretty good about yourself, Chris? Yeah, I feel like I, I, you know, I'm obviously planning to get, you know, dollar reserve spots, but I feel like I rebounded pretty well. Um, I love Michael Carter this year. He's already, uh, you know, operating as a number one back in camp. He's making waves. He's uh, a guy that can play on run and pass downs. And this offense, there's a lot of unknowns because you have the new quarterback, but uh, I think that's perfect for a guy going, you know, where he's going and at the price he's going. I think he's he could be one of the major uh, value running backs of this year's uh, draft, especially if you're going like zero RB or something like that. Where are you taking him in a snake draft, Chris? I would take him as high as like the the sixth round, um, mm-hmm. fifth, sixth round. I think people I think he still goes in like the seventh, seventh, uh, sometimes the eighth. But um, I think his ADP will rise as 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 camp kind of goes on because again those reports are going to start getting louder and louder um for, for carter all right we got javante williams so carter went for six javante williams is at six right now college teammate goes for the uh, same price. seven oh no he does eight chris chris is like just taking all the players right now chris has an eight dollar bid on javante williams how do you have all this money like what what is going on here i thought you chris had- got 150 every yeah you got you got a lot more money than we did <laughs> Because you have Alvin Kamara, Derrick Henry, and Michael Carter, and Javante Williams. What's your max bid now? Like a dollar. Oh, okay, all right. You're down to $1 <laughs> bids for your last six spots. So let's take a look at Chris. Oh, Galladay. Yeah, Galladay on the board now. Um, let's take a look at Chris's team. And he's got Lamar Jackson, Derrick Henry, and Alvin Kamara, Chris Godwin, Brandon Cooks, no wide receiver three yet, no tight end. Michael Carter in his flex or Javante Williams in his flex and the other one on the bench and the Browns DST. So, I mean, this is, this, there are some really good players on this team. You've got perhaps the best quarterback. We've seen it from before from Lamar Jackson. You've got Kamara and Henry and we'll see what, what you do with number three receiver, but you filled out the rest of your roster. Well, Godwin cooks and the two UNC running backs. Good job. And now, so now I'm interested to see what miles Gaskin goes for here. Because not people don't have that much money left. Like he's going. So now you got to feel bad about Michael Carter and Javante, or maybe you don't. But Miles Gaskin just went for seven dollars. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I'm always going to go with running backs. I tend to trend young, go with the rookies. Um, that's been a proven strategy. So, um, like Gaskin, I think actually will hold the job for the, the year. But I'm more excited about Carter. Uh, you know, to draft Carter and Williams, obviously. Okay. Yeah. So Jamie. It's also an example of Jamie who saved his budget right. and waited and waited and waited. And now yeah. here he is coming through to get a couple of bargains. I think there's no two ways about it. I think Gaskin at seven is a bargain. Yeah. Uh, and so Jamie has Stafford, 
Clyde Edwards-Elair and Gaskin, Tyreek Hill, Jonu Smith, and the Rams. I don't know. And he's what, got tons of dough left, so yeah. we can pick who he wants at receiver. Right, so it doesn't really matter who I want because Jamie's just going to get all of those players. Right. <laughs> Jamie could have his pick now, and I think he's probably going to end up with Daryl Henderson. Mike uh, Mike Davis is not on the board. Uh, Kareem I think yeah, Davis went early. Yeah, I he nominated did. him. He went for eight. A lot of backup quarterbacks being <clears throat> nominated for a dollar right now. Keith got Miko Hardman for two dollars. Um, okay, should we take a look at another team? We haven't uh, we haven't looked at Joe's team in a while. Let's take a look at Joe's team. Oh, I have to nominate a player. Okay, Joe, take us through your team as I nominate a player. Okay, uh, I have Ryan Tannehill at uh, quarterback for two dollars. Dalvin Cook at running back for thirty one. I have DK Metcalf at nineteen. Terry McLaurin at sixteen. I have Adam Thielen. At six, and I have the Dolphins defense at one. So I yeah, good really team. like my receiver group. Um, this was this was my strategy uh, with the receiver group. Again, that two dollar bid for Tannehill is it's really shaving my ass right now. No, um, come on, you're fine. Even though it's it's fine, but like when I see Aaron Rodgers and go for one, and Dak Prescott go for two, um, it just reminds me of sometimes like <laughs> you know even what you think's a good buy sometimes isn't, but. All in all, I, f- I feel okay about this team. I feel like I've done a decent job um, getting uh, getting players on this team. Yeah, you really have. You still don't have an RB2, but you have Metcalf, but Hero RB, as you said, Metcalf, McLaurin, Thielen, Dalvin Cook, Tannehill. Um, the, you know, as far as the quarterback values go, Aaron Rodgers going for one doesn't surprise me. I've done plenty of salary cap drafts with this group, that the core of it anyway. But Dak yeah. going for two was just weird. He should have gone for four or five, like, all the other players in his tier. That was one of the better values. That was just one of the weird ones. Yeah. Antonio Brown for four. Um, Daryl Henderson is going to be really interesting. I want somebody to nominate him. He's he's at the top of my key. Yeah, I think he's going to go for about 10. Gaskin oh, went for Oh, here right we go. Now. All right. So the next best running back. It would be interesting if he gets to 10. I don't know if that's necessarily a sign of how we all feel about him. As much as it is as it is the people who are left with money to That's spend ex- exactly. are spending it. That's exactly what it is. And and they and Henderson, he's up to nine right now to Joe. The next best running back in Dave's ranking, uh, Kareem Hunt, Mostert, Edmonds, Trey Sermon. So now he's up to ten. Gaskin just went for seven. Ten eleven. I knew, I knew Jamie, Jamie was gonna get Daryl Henderson. I knew yep. it. Yeah. Oh, 12 on Daryl Henderson. This feels too Someone's rich, Dave, for you, I think. Hunt slash Mostert. Cardinals I was just, guys are going to go super cheap. Dude, I was just looking into Kareem Hunt. I think he's got the potential to be well, yeah. really bad this year. Because <laughs> I, 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 I saw the carries that he had in the first three games of the season before Nick, Chubb's got, Nick Chubb got hurt. And... A lot of them were in garbage time. One of them was a blowout mm-hmm. loss. One of them was a was a big win. He he is clearly the second fiddle. Raheem Mostert being nominated now. He's clearly the second fiddle. Um, there's no question there. And <clears throat> sorry, lost my train of thought. Uh, and he doesn't have the role in the passing game that he had in 2019. So, yep. I, yeah, I don't know. I'm not gonna have. I'm not gonna have much Kareem Hunt. Raheem Mostert for four dollars. Melvin Gordon for two dollars was, a, I think, a pretty good value. You don't know how that one's going to play out. Mm-hmm. Gordon had a good year last year. 
All right, Will Fuller being nominated now. Uh, oh, we pick, we passed pick 100. We're at 105. 106. There it is. Will Fuller. $2 right now mm-hmm. to Heath. Come on, Dave, get in there. I'm waiting for a couple other receivers. Oh, wait, why can't hmm. I? There we go. $3 to me. You told me to get in there, and then you bid. Yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Somebody has to. Will Fuller, yeah, $3 on Will Fuller. <clears throat> I'm just kind of filling out my roster now. Well, yeah. I will not be getting Devontae Smith, unfortunately. there was That was a player I really wanted. It's not going to happen. A lot of good players you, left. You say so. that now. So uh, is anybody? So I my max bid is two dollars. Chris, yours is one. Yep. So what the heck? What are we gonna do? What are we gonna talk about for the next <laughs> half hour? <laughs> we can talk about Chase Edmonds going for seven. There was a little bit of a bidding war between Joe and and Drew here for Chase Edmonds, and and seven is is a decent amount. Same price as ETN. Buck more than Josh Jacobs. You must really you either really like Chase Edmonds well, or you're I seeing the running back drain, Joe. I don't love him, but PPR, I like him a little bit more. Yeah, yeah I mean, but the, the, when you think about it, though, oh, crap. No, I missed my nomination here because of that. Uh, oh, there goes there goes playoff Lenny, which is fine. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, it's just the, the, the PPR. I'm just going to try. What I'm going to try to do is just throw a bunch of darts at the running back position now. Um Quite frankly, Leonard Fournette for one dollar is not a bad one. So, yes. all right, I'll take that dart. Uh, that's sure. yeah. I mean, like, so the question now becomes with somebody like Leonard Fournette. Um, now that we have to talk about him because I accidentally nominated him and drafted him, um, is anything like his playoff run in his range of outcomes this year? I don't, Absolutely. and that's not an open ended question because I don't, I don't so. really know. Not without a Ronald Jones injury. Now, Ronald Jones gets hurt, then absolutely. But I don't see it how could it could also be a Ronald was, Jones screw-up. <laughs> he was really good in the playoffs. He like, was really yeah, like, bad was in the regular season, good. though. But he, he he hasn't even had a good career. Like, he was bad in the regular season. Ronald Jones was so much better than him. Leonard, Leonard Fournette was inactive in, like, week 13. And then Ronald Jones got hurt, and Fournette just happened to be able to get the job back. But Ronald Jones was so much better than him. And I think he is Yeah, but they don't like... Like, Brady doesn't like... Uh, passing with Jones in the backfield. So that's always going to kind of favor Fournette. But really, you just it, it, there's so much uncertainty because I think it's going to be a hot hand approach. One guy could win the job for a few weeks. The other guy could you know win the job for the next few weeks. But I, I think the thing about Fournette is he's going to get the pass down work over Ronald Jones. Uh, mo- for, for the most part, you, now you're going to have, you know, but you maybe have Bernard or Vaughn well, the other, in there too. The other but, wrench is Bernard, right, who's yeah. actually been the one guy who I've really been drafting a lot yep. of. Um I don't actually hate the price on any of those guys. Like, I think you can justify it for all of them. Just say, like, so you know, especially in best ball where you're like, well, I, at least I get the spike weeks. Um, but Bernard's been the guy I've been drafting the most of just because on the off chance he turns into James White, that's going to be a really productive player. What about his range of outcomes? Let me give you a crazy one. I, the, him being the James White, Joe, completely agree. I think that's yeah. absolutely what he's going to be. What if... Rojo messes up, Fournette messes up, maybe one of them gets hurt on top of it. Yeah. Is it possible that Gio works his way, even if one of them messes up and the other one's fine, maybe he works his way into playing a little bit more of that running downs role on top of being the passing downs guy? Yeah, I, I, I mean, that's absolutely maybe. within his range. And we're talking about a real late round pick with Bernard. There are people that don't even have Bernard on their radar right now. 
And in a PPR, in a salary cap draft for a buck, worth it. Round 13, worth it. Yeah, I I think it's all there for him. On a site like Underdog, where the wide receiver ADPs have gotten, quite frankly, stupid. (laughs) Like, they're dumb. Like, like it's like, people people are so wide receiver drunk, like... Gio Bernard is like an essential part of like how how you have to build like a running back group over there, at least to me, because like there's very few guys down there who have the kind of upside he offers without somebody getting hurt. Like you can look at, oh, you know, yeah, could Devontae Booker be a league winner if Saquon gets hurt again? Sure. But Gio Bernard could have value even if nobody gets hurt. So the thing about Gio, yeah, he figures to, to play on passing downs. He's also going into his ninth season. His yards per catch has been pretty bad the last three years of his career. Uh, I'm just not like I don't think he's. I don't, I don't know. I don't know if he's good anymore. To be quite honest, uh, it's something to consider. He's not. He's think, no spring chicken, and I don't think he's James White. I think. Uh, I think what's going to happen is you remember a couple years ago, the year right before they got Brady, they had a three-headed monster, and Dare Agunbowale was the pass down back. He got eleven. Oh carries and 46 targets in 15 games i think that's the role that arians kind of sees for bernard you don't really have to run him much especially between the tackles but he you know brady's going to enjoy having a, a more polished pass down back uh in the backfield and uh yeah if somebody if one of the two gets hurt then he can step into that number two role but i, I kind of see him as that agumboawe and, and them going back to a little more of that three-headed monster that they had in, in 2019 all right, we I uh, tried to get Devonte Smith for two dollars. I was off I thought by that one. was a smart nomination. Well, yeah, well, I my, that's my max bid, and Joe got him for three dollars. So yeah. I, I also, you I, know, I thought maybe if I had engaged Joe a little bit more about Giovanni Bernard, he would he would skip <laughs> over Devonte um, Smith. No, no, I'm just trying to go for some upside receivers right now. So I got Mike Williams and Devonte, and you know, I've heard out of out of their camp that Devonte Smith has been spectacular when he was out there but i'm not worried about the injury at all quite frankly he's out there working on the jugs machine it's just i think they're being careful with a player who they really need this year yeah i thought he would go for more than three i took will fuller for three dollars if i had known i could have spent that on Devonte smith i would have yeah. but uh, i also think will fuller could be underrated i mean in terms of yards per target he is the man he is absolutely elite or he has been is that the sean watson thing i don't know but when will fuller's been on the field he's a very good player uh, we'll see how that translates in Miami. As James Conner now is, there's a four dollar bid. Drew's got four dollars on James Conner. We'll check in on Drew's team. We haven't heard from Drew in a little while. Um, got him for four. Yeah. All right. All right. Let's see what Drew's team is looking like now. Four dollars for Conner. Wilson at quarterback. Carson Dobbins at running back. Uh, Mike Evans and Allen Robinson at wide receiver. Miles Sanders at flex. Noah Fant at tight end, and Melvin Gordon and James Conner on the bench in the Bills DST. Another solid squad. Not no superstar. At least no first yeah. round pick. Maybe not a second round pick, but a lot of third and fourth round guys. Um, yeah, it's not my favorite favorite build, um, but I do have some some excellent depth, and I like yeah. all of the players that I have. But you're absolutely right. There's just not a lot of top end here. So that's probably a mistake. Uh, but do you feel like you have guys that could be? I, in a full PPR league, I feel like Dobbins' ceiling is a little capped. But Carson mm-hmm. and Sanders, do you feel like they have a realistic path to being a top 10 running back? 
Um, I I don't know about top. You know, I, I feel like they could be low end uh, RB one, but um, I think Dobbins is one of those guys that I understand in PPR. It's people aren't really excited about him, but I think that with it, I think his floor is exceptional. And would anybody be shocked if if he scored fifteen touchdowns? So yeah. I, right, I do think there is upside there, and and like I said, I I have a lot of depth. I love my depth. And uh, like the team, I just not sure I'm in love with the team. All right, I, oh. I like Joe's pick of Trey Lance for one, same price as Aaron Rodgers. Just wanted to remind Joe of that. Yeah. But, but uh, <laughs> I, I, I love that, that's a league winner, guys. <laughs> Absolutely. And like the way I look at it is okay. Just if, if we were playing this league out, which we're not, Ryan Tannehill has a week 13 buy. Right. So he has a super late buy. If Ryan Tannehill is just a solid starter, I don't need to use Trey Lance for any number of weeks. Um, and, you know, there's that, that – then I'm holding that upside. That's a way for me to create, like, potential value if I don't get that running quarterback. Well, if Trey Lance takes that job anytime before week 13 and he's my backup quarterback, as long as I can hold him on my bench, you know, that that creates some upside there. Jamar Chase, we haven't had a guy go for a lot of money in a little while here, although I thought LaVisca Chenault for $5 was interesting. Cortland Sutton I thought also it was went too. He five. went for the yeah. same as Higgins, 10 Uh Jamar Chase for $10. And, and this is a situation where Jamie, I don't think Jamar Chase for 10 bucks is overpaying, but Jamie just has a lot of money, so you might say, oh, you're overpaying, but really he's saying, well, these are the best guys left. I'm just going to mm-hmm. take them. I don't care what I spend. So he got LaVisca Chenault for 5 bucks. Um, I'll just say I, I think that's too much. Guy. And Jamar Chase for ten bucks. Darnell Mooney here is a two dollar bid. Who is this? Joe? You said you were waiting for him. I was waiting for Mooney. You're not I going. I just figured there there was going to be the guys that uh that have the the money like Jamie and Drew and Heath. I thought we're going to be in on him. I'm a little surprised he only went for three. I'm, I'm surprised not. he went for three. Yeah, that he's a I. I thought he'd he's, be, I thought he'd stay right at two. <laughs> Aaron Rodgers went for one. <laughs> Uh, yeah, no, $3 for Mooney. So Jamie just got Chenault, Chase, and Mooney for 18 bucks, And Joe got Terry McLaurin for 16 bucks. Yeah. <laughs> this is the guy I wanted. I just knew, based on how my team was built, I wasn't going to be able to... Based on how the room was, and I didn't think I was going to be able to get Judy, and it turned out to be the case. I mean, Judy's at $11 right now. This is outrageous. He, he's at $6 I more. I didn't like bidding 10 but... Six dollars more than Cortland Sutton, and yep. Jamie got it. And again, take these prices with a grain of salt because Jamie obviously has to go to the bathroom. He just got <laughs> four wide receivers. The last four players, um, the last four players all went to Jamie. Chenault for five, Jamar Chase for ten, Mooney for three, and Jerry Judy for eleven. Jamie Jamie ate like week old sushi, I think. So we'll probably mm-hmm. see him in a little bit. Uh, Marquez Callaway, all right, dollar bid. His team Chris. is done, That's too. Interesting. I don't know, he needs, does he need one of the receiver? I guess he needs one. I of think the Jamie, is, is. he has a $9 max bid and $9. Right. Here's somebody I really like. I put $2 on Henry Ruggs. I don't think anyone's going to go three. But year two receiver, first one off the board. And first one off the board last year, so hopefully for a bounce back, and I got him for two dollars. All right, good for you. 
All right, Paris Campbell now being bid on. So now everybody's just kind of nominating, I think, players they like. Heath has a lot of money left. Heath has $20. At this point, you should also look at the max bid. Like Dave has $16, but you only have two spots left to fill, right? Right. So you so have my a max is 15. Yeah. Drew's got $23, but three spots left to fill. So he can basically do whatever he wants. He can get whoever he wants. They're the best available players, according to Dave. Trey Sermon, David Johnson, Ronald Jones, Kenyon Drake. Not bad players. And then you've got all the handcuffs, basically. You got AJ Dillon. I didn't see Latavius, Latavius Murray still there. Yep. We'll see what those players How about for. Goddard for a buck? That's, That's nice. good. That's another sleep at the wheel. Well, how many people there. have a max bit of one? One, two, three. <laughs> Jamie dropped the nine on Sermon. Yeah, I just, I, I hate when that happens when I just know I'm not going to get a player that I have yeah. on my board. I thought Jamie was done. He is he, now. Okay. And you, we can check out his team. All right, let's look at Jamie's team. Stafford. Clyde Edwards Elair and Miles Gaskin. Tyree Kill, Jamar Chase, Odell Beckham. Herb Smith, Kareem Hunt. I gotta say, this is the worst team I've ever seen from Jamie. This team you, is you say that terrible. Like twice a month. This team is awful. This is the worst team. It is terrible. I agree. Usually yeah. Jamie's strategy works really well for these. I'm always like, oh my gosh. This is one of the worst ones from Jamie. Yeah, he just skipped out on like all of the high end players. Oh no, he has Tyreek Hill and Clyde. Hill. But still, this is so a look bad over his team. roster. Who would be a second round pick? Maybe Edwards Elaire. Yeah, Tyreek Hill, would... third round pick. Miles Gaskin, Ugh. and then Jamar Chase, and then Kareem Hunt, and then Beckham. I mean, yeah, this is a Jerry Judy, Trey Sermon. It's okay. It's a bad team. It's a bad team. He he did, and this he played it too conservatively, and that's why he was able to get. Oh, he had Daryl Henderson, right? Daryl Henderson makes this team a little bit better. Is Henderson on there? No, I thought he had Daryl Henderson. I don't think he got him. Remember, I said Jamie's going to get Daryl Henderson, and then I don't think he got him. Really? Well, either way, he waited a little bit too long. And got Daryl Henderson, and he he. Uh, Look at Drake going for six, same as Jacobs. <laughs> yeah, that's really just he was the only guy left that I really felt like had some nice upside. So that was really all that was. That was my last guy. Nice. <laughs> so now here's another strategy. If you're down to a dollar bid, only dollar bids, like I am, um, do you nominate someone you want? Or do you cause because if you nominate someone that's even decent. Someone can easily just drop $2. Or do you try to wait another round of nominations and hope that player is still there? Yeah, yeah but if you get somebody who you don't want, you because you, you remember your roster spots are finite too. You like, mm -hmm. you can't just be like, oh, I'm just going to keep bidding $1 until I get the guy I want. So that's that's the, ch the, the chicken game at the end of these that makes them really interesting. Yeah. Yeah. All right, Heath gets Marvin Jones. Let's take a look at Heath's team since he had uh, Josh Jacobs for $6. And he has Mahomes, Nick Chubb, and Swift. Juju, DJ Moore, Antonio Brown, Mark Andrews, 
Josh Jacobs. This is a very interesting team with Marvin Jones and Miko Hardman on the bench. Hmm, what do you guys think about this team? Again, it's Mahomes, Nick Chubb, and Swift. Flex is Josh Jacobs. Uh, Juju, DJ Moore, and Antonio Brown at wide receiver, and Mark Andrews at tight end. I think I it's like a that team. team. That's a that's a talented team. Uh, that Jacobs, that that was a value for Jacobs. What was it like six bucks? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was great value. And then again, let's play the game of where would these guys go in a snake draft? I think Chubb would be a first round pick, second round pick probably Swift, third round pick. Mahomes would probably be the closest thing to a third round pick that he's got. Maybe more. Andrews is four. Jacobs would be four. Well, but like, I I mean, I don't like Nick Chubb in round one or Swift in round two, basically, you know, they're borderline. Sure. But okay, fine. Then maybe the better way to just look at it is look at who the round four and five picks are. I think he's got Juju, Moore, Andrews, Jacobs, all qualifying as that. The other thing, he does not have a single player that went for twenty dollars. Heath, nope. you know his most expensive player is Nick Chubb at nineteen. Uh, for context, in case you've forgotten, Dalvin Cook, well, McCaffrey was thirty-five. Cook, I think, was thirty-two. Kamara, thirty-one. Um, then, like Mixon, uh, Barkley, Chubb went for nineteen. All those running backs were around twenty bucks. Tyree Kill, twenty-four. Devonta Adams, twenty-six. Heath does not have a single player of twenty dollars. He built a pretty good roster. But there's a lot, his receiving core has a lot of concerns. A lot of upside, but a lot of concerns. DJ Moore, Juju Smith-Schuster, Antonio Brown. I would like this team better if he had a $1 or $2 quarterback and freed up $10 instead of having Mahomes and could have used that at a, at a running back or wide receiver. But you can, definitely, uh, you can definitely build a good team without spending a ton of money on one individual player. David Johnson for $2 to Dave... And mostly dollar bits now. I think we can end the podcast. I do want to thank um, all of our participants. How did you guys think it went? Drew, what was your overall thoughts on the uh, salary cap draft today? Well, you know, like I said, I feel like um, this is a really tough room, and I maybe hung back a little bit too long at the beginning getting a high-end running back. And uh, But other than that, I feel great because I love my receivers, and I ended up getting six running backs that I like. And so if I'm not in love with the team, I do feel like for a 12-teamer, it's really, uh, really deep to the back of the roster. So I feel okay. All right, Chris, how about you? Your overall thoughts today? Um, I, You know, I think my team is pretty top-heavy. I maybe should have spent – I, I kind of wish I had gone with uh, a receiver instead of one of uh, probably Williams. But, uh, you know, I'm feeling – you know intrigued by the team but uh you know not not loving it too much i'm sorry i hope you were okay nominating eric ebron (laughs) dave can we take that back sure all right let's let chris let's wait for it to end and then look look, 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 chris yeah do uh wait a minute who doesn't love eric Ebron? (laughs) i actually have drafted him a ton as a tight end three in best ball sure yeah (laughs) I don't know if I'd draft him in a salary cap. No, he's not, not sure drafted in the league like At least this, not but. at this point, but that's fine. That's a better one. All right. And uh, and Joe, you can conclude uh, with your thoughts. Yeah. So um, I think I was able to um, execute my strategy pretty well. Um, maybe spend a little bit too much on Chase Edmonds, but I knew I was going to get a quote-unquote number two running back that was much more of a number three. And with Dalvin Cook on my roster, I'm just going to try to cobble together, 
you know, that that RB2 each and every week. I think my receivers are loaded. Um, DK Metcalf, Terry McLaurin, Adam Thielen, Mike Williams, Devontae Smith, um, I think is a really good group of, uh, of receivers. Um, I'm happy with that. Uh, I don't know what I'm, I'm – I have A.J. Dillon up right now. Um, so I see, I'm going to see if I can get him. Um, uh, just like – and then I'll be fine drafting a, at this point a $2 player. Yeah, A.J. Dillon's my fourth running back. I have uh, – my, my nomination of Fournette was accidental, but at, for $1, honestly, I don't mind that pick at all. That's somebody I can shuffle on and off my roster. Um, I got AJ Dillon. Um, so my running backs are Cook, Edmonds, Dillon, and Fournette. Um, and Logan Thomas, my tight end, is like my favorite value buy at the entire position. Um, Two dollars. Like I, I, Dallas Goddard went for one, which I also think was really good. But all, overall, I'm, I'm I'm relatively happy with how this team turned out. All right, Dave. Well, it was fun. I had a good time. It was fun. I built a weird ass team. Don't know how I quite did it, but I'm happy with it. Um, Look, uh, balance is always good in fantasy, and that includes when you go ahead and join a salary cap draft and you don't go top-heavy. And I think my roster is an example of that. And I think we learned a lot of really good things today um, from from everybody's participation, and this was a lot of fun for sure. Yeah, and as far as I'm concerned, yeah, I, I more or less stopped paying attention after I drafted McCaffrey because I knew I basically had the league wrapped up. So, you know, uh, but thank you guys. Thank you all for joining us. Thanks so much for listening. Uh, our guest today, Chris Raybon of the Action Network at Chris Raybon, R-A-Y-B-O-N. Drew Davenport of Football Guys at Drew FBG Auctions. And Joe Dolan of FantasyPoints.com at FG underscore Dolan. Thanks to Dave Richard and Ben Schrager. I am Adam Azer, and uh, we'll talk to you next time on Fantasy Football Today.